when you're in sales, when you take the time to build out lesson plans, it forces you to be better at what you do. It makes you think through your process. It makes makes you think through where you struggle and where you don't struggle. And you'll even find places that you didn't even know that you had problems. Every single message you deliver is really a sales call. Either you are selling or being sold. Salespeople love to brag about their skills. And the truth is, your success in closing sales depends on your skills, your abilities, and finding the right training. And the great news is, you have come to the right place here at The How to Sell Show with your hosts, Dale Bell and Scott Sylvanbell. And be sure to join the party at howtosell.live and download your copy of The 10 Common Mistakes Salespeople Make. Aloha from Sacramento, California. Today is a good day. Today, we are going to talk about why teaching a sales lesson can help you really be better at what you do when it comes to sales and closing deals. And I want to get something out of the way up front. There's this goofy saying that says, those who can't teach. And what this comes down to is sometimes when you go into an organization, they have the weakest person come in to do sales training that could never close deals. And so they became a trainer or they have the weakest manager possible because they couldn't close deals, they made them a manager. And so what will happen is among the people who can close deals, they'll look around and it's kind of the knock against the person of saying, oh, those who can't teach. So like, I'm gonna help you out. Those who can't sell, teach, ha, 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 ha. Well, okay, get over yourself because this conversation will really help you out. You're gonna have to let that go. And if you look for excuses in sales, you're gonna find them. You meet with a buyer and you want to talk to them about what's going on and you're like, I don't like this person. I don't like the way that they look. I don't like the way that they smell. I don't like their hair. You're going to, if you go down that path, you're not going to close that deal. And so if you're looking for a way to make yourself better or to get out of a sales slump, this is it. This is one of the assignments that I give somebody in a sales slump and I'm just going to give it to you. But you do have to stop looking for excuses. And I have to have this conversation with somebody face to face almost every time I give this assignment. You know, most of your sales struggles come from misunderstandings and a lot of them come from not knowing your content very well. And a lot of them come from not being thorough at what you do. And a lot of times this is where you start speeding up the sales process or you start price matching or you start discounting to close a sale or you start building up too much rapport. There's a lot of common things that salespeople do that get them into a sales slump. You know, everybody's just a little bit different. I want to give you the capability of being better at what you do. And so when you take this prescription, it will help you close more deals, but it's not always easy. It's not always comfortable. It's not always fun. And everybody wants to do the things that are awesome and fun and the slam dunk and and put on the show, but they don't want to put in the hard work. And this is going to be the difference of you being a pro versus you being a Joe. Real deal, you can't learn from not taking action. There's got to be some point where you decide, I'm going to do something. I'm going to make something happen. I'm going to take some action. I'm going to do what needs to be done to close some sales. And this is one of those things that you're going to have to do. You're going to have to figure out a way that works for you. I'm giving you the path. I'm making it really easy. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You just got to put some stuff into action. When you teach a lesson plan, you got to think through your sales process. You got to think through what you're going to say and what you're going to do. And whether you give this presentation to a group of salespeople, which you should, or whether you record it on a video, which you should, not just if you give it to a group of salespeople, but you should always record presentations to see what you could do to to get better. This is something that is real life going to help you out. Losing deals in presentation is costly. 
Every time that you lose a deal, you've lost the capability of making money. And you one, you can't get the time back. And two, most of the time you can't get the deal back. I see salespeople like, well, if I lose a sale, I'll just call the person and give them a massive discount. Or if I lose a sale, I'll just call the person and give them a price match. That's not selling. That is order taking at its finest. It's lazy and it's probably going to hurt some feelings, but it needs to be said. And especially if you're in a sales slump, that's not how you close deals. That's not the profitable ways to close deals. It might give you some momentarily momentum, but it's like crack for salespeople. Discounting and price matching is crack for salespeople to not give a presentation. Sales is all about being creative. And you're, you can let your creative juices flow as much as you want when it comes to building a presentation or building a lesson. And there's a million different ways to do it. There are just tons of different ways to do it. So here is your challenge. Whatever topic, whatever product, whatever widget or gizmo you sell, you're going to create a 15-minute lesson plan. And you're like, hey, Scott, I don't know how to do lesson plans. Remember, it's all about being creative. You can pretty much do whatever you want, but I'm going to take away your excuse. You go online, you type in how to create a lesson plan, and you look at like website number one, two, and three. That's it. Like you could get caught up in the Google search engine time suck of like, I want to look at everything that's on the web. Well, you're looking for excuses to not get anything done. Pick one of the top three websites. Just go to one of the top three websites, pick like generic lesson plan. And then you're going to use it as a swipe file. And a swipe file means that you're going to take that lesson plan and you're going to make it generic as possible. And you're going to, you're going to fill in the information based upon your topic. This should take you at most at most for a 15 minute lesson plan, two hours, three websites, two hours. And I'm being very generous with time because if I need a 15 minute lesson plan, it takes me about three minutes, but I've done this a lot in my life. You can start with frequently asked questions, should ask questions or complaints. Those are three topics that you could write down five answers really easily about whatever you have to sell. Frequently asked questions, should ask questions or complaints. And then what you could do is you can break this up into five sections. You can break it up into the intro. Here's what we're going to talk about. Here are the frequently asked questions. Here's the should ask questions. Here's the complaints. Here's how you overcome them. And here's the common problems that people have overcoming them. There's five steps right there. You have a lesson plan, really easy. What you do when you get stuck and how you overcome it. This is not meant to take a long time. This is meant to help you be on top for what you do. And then what you do is you look at a time and a place that you could put this lesson together. You bring people together and you shoot a video of you giving a presentation that's about 15 to 20 minutes. And then you do a Q&A afterwards. And you're going to find that there's going to be topics that you had to think through when people ask you questions in the room. When I first started doing sales training every day, I thought I was the greatest thing since sliced bread. I'm like, I know everything that there is. And then people in the group would start asking me questions and they would stump me. And I'd be like, oh my goodness, I'm not prepared. And over time, I was able to calibrate and figure out, okay, these are the types of questions that people are going to ask me, and these are the things that I'm going to run into, and these are the things that I'm going to have to be prepared for. Sometimes you have to think on your feet, and sometimes you have to think through a process and figure out a way to make something happen inside of a presentation. And just like in a sales presentation, this is real life. One of the things that you could do is you could take a look at when people teach you what are the things that you like that they do? And what are the things that you don't like? If you ever are in a room with me at the end of the session, I'm going to go around the room if it's not too big and say, what did you learn today? What'd you get out of today's lesson? What'd you pick up that you could use? It'll instantly give you money for your bottom line. You know, if you do that for every person that's in the room, it's about 20 seconds. So you got 10 people in the room, you got 200 seconds, you got about three and a half minutes. You know, you thank the person for moving on. And sometimes you get people who repeat what they've heard, but that's cool. You look where... People lose you in teaching. 
where is it that people lose you in a sales lesson? Is it because they didn't give a handout? Is it because they stood to one side of the room? Is it because they mumbled? Is it because they melded in? Well, whatever it is, don't do that. And where do they excel? What items can you pick up and say, I'm going to do that the next time that I teach? So let's say that you have put this, this all this content together. You've given your presentation. You've recorded it. You got to go back and watch it. You got to go back and check it out and figure out what did I do right? So make a list of five things that you learned. What are the five things that you learned that are like, oh, this is awesome. I'm glad I did this. Here's my five things. Then on this list, what are three things that you felt like you got better at? Not five things that you learned, but three things that you got better at. What are the three things that you got better at that you could use in a presentation? Then you take this and you use this information and you do what you can to give this presentation again. And you fix the problems that you had and you make it better. And what you're going to find is you're putting yourself under a lot of pressure for a reason. Because anytime you put yourself under pressure, your dominant traits come out. And so what you're looking for is if you can stack the room with a bunch of people, good. If you could put a video camera in there, good. If you could put four video cameras in there, even better. Because you want the nervous energy. You want to see what you're doing in your presentations. You want to catch your ums. You want to catch your ahs. You want to catch your problems. You want to catch your go-to phrases. Like, like I do what I can while I'm, I'm creating episodes of the How to Sell Show to not use my catchphrases, to not use my go-to phrases. And it's just something that I'm working on personally. So this is something I'm practicing what I'm preaching. Every time that I, I, I create a podcast, every time that I create an episode, every time that I create a YouTube video, I'm looking, how do I improve? How do I get better? How do I improve 1%, 5%, 10%? You know, where is everybody else at in, in the sale? Where, where do I stack up against them? Am I close? Am I better? Am I way better? How can I get better? There's a ton of things that you could do. When you take the time to create a lesson plan in the world of sales, you're, you're creating something for the long term. You could save that. You could put it up in the cloud. And the next time that you're in a meeting, someone's like, well, we don't have anything to talk about. You could raise your hand and say, hey, I got a 15-minute lesson plan. I was in San Diego one time for an event and things went sideways. They didn't have somebody to do an instruction. I think it was like, I want to say 2008, 2009. And I was in the world of heavy hitters. I was, I was with the best people in the industry at the time. And they're looking around and they're like, we don't have anybody to talk. They're like, hey, Scott, do you think you could say something? You think you could do something? And at the time, I used to carry handwritten notes, handwritten notes. And I said, yeah, I need five minutes. And they said, well, how long can you talk? And I said, 45 minutes to an hour. And they said, but we've only given you five minutes to prepare. I had lesson plans ready to go. I had them on me. And I carried them with me everywhere that I went on the off occasion that someone would say, I need you to teach. Just give me 10 or 15 minutes. And I went, I think for an hour and a half. And there was things that I taught in that industry that nobody had ever heard. And they're like, where did you get this stuff? Where did it come from? Like, this is what I do. This is my thing. This is my jam. This is my stick. This is what I like to do. And it opened a couple of doors for me. It gave me some introductions and people were like, you only had five or 10 minutes to prepare. I didn't tell them that I'd been preparing for seven or eight years. I just agreed and said, yeah, you know, I'm pretty good at what I do. And it led to one definite job for me. And then it opened up a good relationship with somebody else for me. And I can attribute that to having a lesson plan ready to go. The first time that you do it, you might get some butterflies in the stomach. And the first time you do it might be a little bit nervous, but it's one of those things that when you have content on demand and things that you could talk about, you're an expert at that point. When you're in front of a room teaching somebody, you're an expert. You may not be an expert in front of the people that you work with, but if you go someplace else and you roll out a lesson plan, you're an expert. It gives you one more strategy, one more thing to do. And in the world of sales, you only have to beat somebody by a little bit of a percentage to be better at what they do. So you go to look for another job. They're like, well, what else you got? I could teach sales. No way. Give me your lesson plan. 
I keep my lesson plans up in the cloud. So if someone's like, give me, give me 10 minutes right now. I'm like 10 minutes. Okay. We want to talk about objection handling. Do you want to talk about introduction? You want to talk about rapport? You want to talk about body language? I'll give you 10 minutes on any of those. I'll give you an hour on any of those. Let's go. You know, just tell me, tell me where you want me to stand. You want me to sit? You want me to, you want me to do this on video? I don't got no problem. And you'll have the capability of being better at what you do. If you're looking for a competitive edge in the world of sales, one of the greatest things that you could do is build out a lesson plan. It doesn't take much time. It doesn't take much effort. It'll take some getting used to and getting over some fears of rejection and how you look in front of people. But it's one of the coolest ways for you to improve your sales skills for the long term. And the great news for you is most salespeople won't do it. They're too scared. They won't pick up the pen. They won't pick up the paper. They won't get in front of a group. They won't get on video. And if you want one great giant edge over people, your ability to teach your content is something that's going to make you a way better salesperson. Thanks for checking out this episode of the How to Sell Show. You can join the party at howtosell.live to get the show notes, links, updates on new episodes, recordings of previous episodes, articles, as well as videos. You may not know this sales secret, but sharing this episode with a friend will bring you good luck. See you soon. Mahalo.